Hello, friends and family. Welcome back to Jesus Time. I'm your host, Gisela Lou, and we talk about, in this time, everything Jesus tells us in our times with him. And I'm so excited to share what he told me today. I literally just read this and I laughed out loud <laughs> because God is so relational. He is so personal. The stories we read in the scriptures about him aren't just stories. They are about real people with real emotions and real struggles and real doubts. And dare I say, Jesus even pulled a prank on these people. (laughs) I'm going to show you what I mean in a minute. But um, after a rough season for me personally, a season of loss, I am delighted to read about Jesus's resurrection And so we're going to start in Luke 24 today, uh, verse 1, and I'm reading out of the NLT. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance, so they went in. But they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appearing to them clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who's alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And that he would rise on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell the 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. I was so struck by this verse. I stopped in my tracks, just like Wiley Coyote would stop in his tracks when he realized that he had run off a cliff and he was standing in midair (laughs) only to realize that gravity was a thing and then he would fall. And that's kind of how I felt when I read this because yikes, but the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. I felt this. I don't know if you can relate and if you can't that's fine but as a woman uh, and even as someone who maybe doesn't have the most forceful personality I have had the experience of sharing things about Jesus that are dismissed by people and it feels terrible (laughs) or ideas that I have about how we can get people together and create an environment where this or that can happen. And it's been dismissed and I feel terrible. And I love that the Lord has connected that feeling in me to a reality that has happened in scripture about the most important event in the history of the universe. These women were the first ones 
to discover the empty tomb. Can you believe what a big deal that is? I mean, I can't imagine discovering a greater thing and then to go with excitement, to tell the people that you have been walking with, living with, struggling with, rejoicing with, doing life with, hey, this is what I've discovered. And then to have them dismiss it outright. That must not have felt great at all. And I can imagine some of the emotions because all these women probably had different personalities. And I know that's a, that's a bit of conjecture, but it's not too far-fetched, right? I wonder if some women felt really frustrated and irritated. I wonder if other women felt um, doubtful as if, well, maybe, maybe it is nonsense. And they doubted themselves. I wonder if other women um, became angry and resentful and (laughs) maybe said things like, well, I'm never sharing anything with you again. I don't know. Those are all guesses, but I will say those are all emotions that I've had when I have felt dismissed. So because Jesus is the best, I feel like what he did next was so perfect and so sweet and also not overly punishing <laughs> to, the, to the men who dismiss the women. Because, of course, he's the God of grace and the God of justice. So if you're familiar with the conversation, conversation Jesus had with the disciples who were on the road to Emmaus, maybe you've never thought about it in this context before or in the context of, you know what, Jesus did this in response to their dismissal of the woman's testimony and in response to their unbelief. Okay, we're going to continue reading in verse 12 after the men didn't believe and they dismissed it as nonsense. Verse 12, however, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home wondering what had happened. So first of all, I love that there was one guy out there who was like, what? Well, maybe. And I don't know, and I can't say for sure, but I'd like to think that it was this part of who Peter was. That is what Christ saw in him when he said, Peter, on you I will build my church. You are the rock on which I will build my church. Because he, this was a man who believed the women. This was a man who didn't dismiss this testimony outright. And I think that advocacy and that faith and that quality in him is a fantastic one to build on, to build the church on. Okay, so now we go to the road to Emmaus, verse 13. The same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them, but God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, 
sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened here the last few days. What things? Jesus asked. You guys, how could he ask this with a straight face? What things? What's going on? I mean, pranks? Maybe? I don't know. I wonder if part of him in his plan to school them a little bit wasn't also taking delight in pranking them. I don't know. What things, Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man of Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and our religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who would come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from a group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing, and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see, and sure enough, his body was gone, just as the woman had said. Verse 25, and here comes the Jesus spanking. Then Jesus said to them, You foolish people! You find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from the scriptures the things concerning himself. So here is Jesus in hiding to these disciples who didn't believe the women, who even said to Jesus, yeah, these women had a report. Some of our men went and the tomb was empty, sure enough, but they were still not believing. And I just, Jesus's response, he, he rebuked them. He explained the scripture to them while he was still hidden from them. I don't know why he did that. Maybe it was part of their consequence for disbelief, or maybe because Jesus and his love and compassion towards these disbelieving disciples who dismissed the women and maybe even some of the men who were saying the tomb was empty, maybe in his love for them, he understood they needed baby steps to believe. First explaining the scriptures and then finally in verse 31, suddenly their eyes were open and they recognized him. And at that moment he disappeared. Either way, <laughs> I love I love that even though the women were initially dismissed, some men came to see the tomb and eventually God opened the eyes of all of them. And there's so much good stuff here, guys. But for me, what was such a comfort is that men will dismiss us, but God will validate us. As we are talking about Jesus sharing Jesus with either our brothers and sisters or with people who don't yet know him. Our job is to be faithful. God's job is to open their eyes. What a comfort, what an encouragement that our God is alive and he is working and we just have to be obedient. I hope that your Jesus times this new year are filled with his presence and his power. Love you guys.